0: back to another episode of Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews, coming at you online in print format at nicktiffany.com, online in audio format anywhere you get your podcasts, and in video format on YouTube. Today, we're talking expend four bulls. That's that's what the poster says, at least. Expendables four, you gotta find a clever way after almost ten years since the third movie, which is crazy on its own that you know we're on a fourth expendables but to wait 10 years for the <laughs> for the sequel you know i'm like you thought sylvester stallone and dolph lundgren and those guys were old then another decade's gone by uh, you know sylvester's looking a little worse for wear when it comes to the action but that's why you got jason statham we lucked out you know this is far more a statham vehicle than anything it's absurd it's silly I don't know if we necessarily needed it, but kind of like Statham and the Meg too. I was like, Hey, you know what? This is like an hour and a half of this man hit manning people. He's just taking people out knives, fist fights, sniper elite type stuff. You know, I was fairly satisfied as far as the action goes. It's directed by Scott Waugh who directed act of valor, which was an awesome, awesome movie about the Navy seals shot with some seals, the action in that film is definitely reflected here just as far as some of the gunfire goes some of those knife fighting sequences you know he also directed Need for Speed with Aaron Paul kind of forgot about that movie and then when Gran Turismo came out i was like oh yeah they did a Need for Speed movie that's right i i kind of forgot about it you know it was bad but it was fine so you know we're here 10 years later The guys are getting old. You're going out for one last job. You know, there was the the one that got away. And this time around, the film is pretty smart because rather than relying on Randy Couture, 50 Cent, you know, these guys are fine in the movie. Megan Fox, who comes along, also fine in the movie. They rest a lot of stuff on Tony Jaw and Iko Uwais' shoulders. These guys are two of the best martial arts freaking... Action experts in the world. You've got Iko uh, Ike Uwai who was in the Raid movies, The Raid Redemption. Just unbelievable knife fighting. Just I, I mean, watching this guy work is truly a thing of beauty. He's fighting Statham with knives, and you're like, okay, this feels pretty even-keeled. And then he busts out some like eight-punch combo while he kicks you, and it's like taking things to a whole new level. And Tony Jaa is just fantastic in the Angbak movies here you know he's kind of playing coy he's like oh you know i was once once a great fighter but i had to i had to step back before it consumed me and you kind of hoped that at one point he might pop up and show you what he's known for and rest assured he does so there's really really awesome knife fighting kung fu martial arts moments both of these guys employing all of their techniques and their stunt work looks awesome awesome you know, Statham's really kind of the only one who's keeping up with them as far as, you know, fighting and combat goes. But regardless, I mean, you know, it, I didn't have the highest expectations going into this movie. Neither should you. You know, it's like a nice mid $100 million budget. Part of me was feeling like maybe the volume needs to be loaned out to other studios. Disney can have competition kind of start filming on some other sets. Because, you know, there's more than a few moments in this film where you're like, okay, this is clearly a set or this is clearly green screen back here. Do they care? Maybe not. Did I really care? No, I noticed it. But then as soon as someone got their head blown off or, you know, pushed their face into some razor blade, you know, something crazy where you're like, oh my God, I can't believe it. You know, you're like, all right, I can forgive. A little bit of the cgi issues you know you've also got got sylvester stallone's got to be 80 something now you're gonna come around and he's gotta get his ring he's big and bad and you know he's just kind of doing the the sylvester stallone shtick i remember when i watched the trailer for this movie i was I forget what movie i was seeing in the theaters but the trailer starts with jason statham and megan fox clearly they're lovers you think at first and then you're like oh they're kind of you know, they're talking sexy, but they're also talking business, because they're both some sort of secret spy professional, so they start getting into it, it's hot and heavy, they're throwing each other around, fighting, but also up close, and I was like, whoa, Mr. and Mrs. Smith was like the first thing I thought, and I was like, all right, Jason Statham and Megan Fox, interesting pairing, but I'm like, this is working already, I'm here for it, and then out of nowhere in the trailer, Sylvester Stallone pops up, and he's like, hey, it's time to be in Expendable again, you know? And you're like, oh, come on, man. I'm like, give me that. And I know Donald Glover's working on a Mr. and Mrs. Smith television show, I think. But I kind of, you know, I'm glad that they really didn't try to force Stallone in this story more than they needed to. I mean, very smartly, they just kind of focus on Statham, who, God, I mean, he looks like he hasn't aged, though. And maybe that's just been for, like, the last 20 years since the Transporter movies he is just so enjoyable to watch. He's probably one of the only guys who can pull off that nice like green beret style cap or just a nice English cap wearing his nice cardigans around. He's just a well-dressed dude. He kicks ass. He's funny. He's got the gush little voice, you know. It's just it's a good time. Uh, you know, I you know again. I didn't expect this movie to win Oscars. I didn't go into this expecting For the greatest story and plot in an Expendables movie, I knew I was going to get in for some ridiculous action, probably some silly old man jokes, which there's tons of, a lot of ribbon between guys, and you know, check out the young guys, they don't know. It's fine. It's fun. you probably enjoy it more if you watched it at home. I don't think you necessarily need to go out and see it in the theater probably you know the effects would probably look a little bit better or maybe more forgiving at home as well so if i were you you were me i'd just wait it was fun but i don't know if we're gonna get an expendables 5 and i'm okay with that just stick with what works take jason statham and put him in anything andy garcia is in this movie then it was like okay he's gonna play lead operations boss man (laughs) number one and I mean, he plays it fine. It was just kind of like a, wow. I mean, these movies are always, who else can we throw in here? I don't want to totally liken them to the Fast and Furious, but each film it's like, all right, you know, you started with Jet Lee. you had all, you had Arnold in the first couple of movies as well. They threw a Hemsworth in there. You know, the film keeps a couple core people. And then it's like, all right, who's fresh? So 50 Cent, Megan Fox, you know, they're like, we need some new middle, younger blood. And again, I mean, it's it was fine. The knife fighting, truly, though, like, that's, that's what I was here for. That and all the secret sniping, stealth mission stuff, that was right up my alley. So, if that's your bag, I'm sure you'd have a pretty good time with this movie. Otherwise, if you're also like me, scratching your head why there's an Expendable 4, you're not totally missing out. I know this is a short one, but it didn't need to be any longer than it is. Short and sweet statham's the point enjoy it if you'd like thanks again for listening you guys as always tune in to nt movie reviews on all social media networks podcast platforms and on youtube for all your latest on movie news and reviews thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time